Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. This is the podcast to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. I'm glad to be back with you another week with the podcast. We've got a lot of episodes out there. It's interesting as I teach the workshop, I just keep saying, yeah, check out podcast episode this and that. And I get questions uh, yesterday in my workshop. I did a virtual workshop for Seminole State College uh, here, in, here in Oklahoma. And I got a question. I'm like, yeah, okay, great. I've got a podcast episode to cover that. And I told them the episode. And then later I get a question. It's like, yep, I've got an episode to cover that. And I said, I probably am going to give you that answer most of the time. There's just that much information out there. So Anyway, there's a lot of good info for you. And today I'm going to talk about a great reading tip that can really help you if you struggle finishing this section. A lot of students struggle finishing and we get to that last passage and we're running low on time and it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And most students immediately guess. And so I'm going to talk through how we get into that situation and the whys of everyone says, yep, I'm out of time, guess. And then I'm going to give you a strategy that can completely change that. And you can immediately raise your reading score as a result. So this one applies really not only for those that struggle finishing, because you could even use this tip if you have enough time to finish, if you wanted to apply this to make your work more efficiently. So we're going to cover that. I think you'll find it's a good episode that can help you and give you some information to work with. I am about done with the workshops for this school year, the 2021 school year. I only have a few left and calendar.chadcargo.com has those on there. I've got some really exciting uh, things I'm working on uh, for this summer. And uh, then next year, if you are a counselor, teacher, parent listening to this and you want to get on my schedule for next school year, we are scheduling right now. Uh, I've been answering questions this morning about scheduling. Uh, My assistant Penny is filling up that fall calendar already. And I'm just excited that all of you are starting to schedule again because it has been a crazy year and I'm going to be all over the Midwest, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, and maybe I'll be coming to different states this coming year. Uh, So if listeners of this podcast would like me to come to your school, uh, give our office a call. It's 405-454-3233. My assistant is Penny, and you can email her at penny at chadcargill.com for more information. All right, well, let's get into today's tip about reading. So what happens is a lot of students will, you know, take the reading test, and you're not the fastest reader in the world, and you're struggling with those questions. Now, I give you a lot of tips on how to effectively do the reading test. I give you ideas in previous episodes about how to figure out your timing, how to work through reading. So there's a lot of information out there that you can look at if you wanna try to get those strategies refined down. I, I give you strategies on speed reading. I give you a lot of different ways that you can improve your speed. And so some of you will do some of those strategies that I've covered to improve that. You can listen to episode 21 
on speed reading. You can listen to uh, a lot of the others. Episode eight, I give you reading like main keys or strategies of what you need to do to optimize your time. So podcast.chadcargo.com forward slash eight is how you would get to that or forward slash 21 for the speed reading or on any of the podcast apps, you'll find it. But maybe you've done some of those things and you still simply struggle finishing the reading test. So what I want to do is give you a strategy that I think could really make a difference. Let's let's go through a little scenario. Let's say that you are taking reading and you're keeping time as I taught in episode 10, how to keep time correctly on the ACT. You get all the way to the end. They've already made the five minute call. You just finished the third passage in reading. Now, remember, reading is a four-passage test, 40 questions, 10 questions per passage. So you turn the page to start the last passage in reading, and you only have three minutes. So we're just making that up. We're just saying, okay, let's say you have three minutes left. Now, what would you do? Well, when I asked that question in my workshop, okay, three minutes left. You turn the page, start the last passage in reading. What do you do? Everyone in the room says, guess. You don't have time to read it. Obviously, we guess. So we talk about that, the whole guessing strategy, whatever. But I tell the students, wait, here's what I want you to do before you start guessing. And here is the trick. You immediately look to the questions and you see any question that says in line number. Now, how many questions specify a line number? Well, I'm going to tell you. So I am looking at the December National ACT test. Now remember, they release, and I, I talked about this in episode, uh, episode four, I believe it was. I talk about the December, April, and June National ACTs are released to you. It's called Test Information Release. You can order that for $22, and they mail you a copy of the test booklet, Your Answers and the Correct Answers. And you definitely should do this if you can afford it. And if you do order it, listen to episode four. Because I break down into great detail what to do when it comes in, how to look at what you missed, how to practice accordingly with those misses, how to track them, the whole works. But what I've got in front of me is the December National ACT from 2020. So this is the one that many are receiving or have received recently if you ordered it. And let's look at how many say inline number. So I'm looking at passage one right now. And in the first 10 questions, I quickly glance over and I see this. Question four says lines 56, 57. Question five, lines one through nine. Question six, lines 21 through 29. Question seven, lines 32 through 33. Question eight, line 85. So think about that. There was one, two, three, four, five of the 10 questions specified what line number the question comes from. Now, if I wanted to answer those five, technically, I don't need to read the whole passage to do that. If it asked me, what does this phrase mean in lines 32, 33, I could probably jump back and read lines 32, 33 and be able to get that answer. Now, some of these yeah, you may need more context. So reading the passage certainly helps. But if I was out of time, I had three minutes left and I said, hey, I don't have time to read this passage. 
I could immediately jump to all of these that said inline number and I could read those lines and answer those and I would have a pretty good chance of getting them correct. Then I would be about out of time. I could guess on the rest. So you're like five out of 10. That's probably more than usual. So let's look at passage two. Passage two. Uh, Question 14, line 63. Question 15, line 70 through 82. Question 17, line 18. Question 20, lines 85 through 87. So let's do the math again. One, two, three, four. Four of the 10 questions specified what line number. So again, man, you've got it. And by the way, I got to just throw this in. Uh, Passage two on the December test. Uh, I told you now, I I come to you from the Olive Ranch and I always talk about my orchard that I have here and my hundred fruit trees and all my berry bushes. Uh, Probably 80 of my hundred fruit trees I purchased from Stark Brothers. And Stark Brothers is out of Missouri. Um, It's uh, up by St. Louis area. And passage two on the ACT was a passage about Stark Brothers and the golden delicious apple and the red delicious apple. I have two golden delicious from Stark Brothers. I was so excited. I usually, when I read these, I'm like, oh my gosh, these passages are so stupid. I love this passage. I read it like, oh my gosh, I just had the best time ever. And so see if you were nerdy and an orchardist like I am. I don't know if that's a word, but it is right now because I just said it. Um, Golly, this this passage was awesome, man. I just loved it. And so anyway, I know you could care less, but there you go. All right. So, uh, all right, now let's look at passage three. So passage three, I'm going through the 10 questions. Question 23, lines 10 through 24. Question 26, lines four through nine. Question 27, line 13. Question 30, lines 65 through 84. So again, Four of the 10 questions, oh, and question 29 says line 56. Five of the 10 questions specify a line number. So again, if you're out of time, I could jump to those. I could read those parts of the passage very quickly and have a pretty good chance. And finally, passage four. Let's see how many say a line number. Passage four, question 33, lines 21 through 29. Question 35, lines 49 through 57. Question 36, line 88. So there were one, two, three, three on this one, it looks like. I'm just looking at that one more time. One, two, three. Yep, three on this one. Now, that that is awesome because that was, the you know, the, even that at the last passage, I mean, I could immediately read those three that say inline number, jump back, read those parts of the passage, and boom, I've got the answers very quickly, then I can worry about guessing on the rest. So I think the conclusion from this tip is that about three to five questions per passage is going to specify in line number. If you're out of time, then don't just randomly guess. If you're about out of time, let's say that. I mean, if you have 30 seconds left, it's time to just put down a letter and move on. But if you see in line number and you have three minutes left. Like I said, in three minutes, you can easily read those segments of the passage and at least make an educated guess on those questions. So I want us to just rethink the idea of randomly guessing when we turn to the last passage and we say, Hey, I don't have time to do it. Now, remember a passage and its questions should take you about eight minutes and 45 seconds. So that's 35 minutes divided by four. And I don't want you to get caught up into that 
to so much of a degree that you're like, oh my gosh, I just passed 845. I got to move on. But you should be around 845. So this implies that if you do the first three passages in 10 minutes, you're going to be almost four minutes behind. So that would mean you'd have 445 or so to do the end. So those times do add up on you. I want you to practice reading to where you can get close to 845. Some should take you a little less, some a little bit more, but you want to get close to those 845s. If you haven't refined that down enough and you find yourself getting all the way to the end with only a few minutes left, please do not just randomly guess. Let's do the ones that say in line number and answer those first. Now, I know that is a short episode, but it is a great tip, one that definitely can improve reading scores for students who struggle finishing. So I'm excited to get that out to you. When I teach that in the workshop, students usually really resonate with that. And like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, I'm gonna do that. Whereas before I teach it, almost every student in the room agrees he or she guesses on the five minute call. And we don't wanna do that. We want to work all the way through. And if you get beyond the five minute call and you only have a few minutes left, Students still agree. Yep, we guess on that. We don't want to do that. We want to keep testing and use the inline number questions first and see what happens. I hope that helps you. I hope that gives you a great tip. And, you know, really just be reading all the time, man. It's crucial that you're reading. And I talk about this all the time on this podcast. You should be reading every day just a little. I give my one week, five minute reading challenge in the workshop. And again, students resonate with that because some students are like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll see what happens. And students who do it, they actually do start improving and we should be reading all the time. It's just got to be part of what we're doing. I recently reread The Outpost by Jake Tapper. Um, I, I know there's a movie that's been made about that. I'm going to have to see that. Uh, that is uh, uh, one that I, uh, I, I enjoy. I, I think it's like the third time I've done that book. I really love it. I recently did Lost in the Wild by Carrie Griffith. Uh, it was a story about two uh, different people who got lost uh, in, uh, in basically just lost in the woods. And, uh, it was, uh, uh, one was up in Minnesota, Canada region. He was a guide and, and he falls and it's his head and gets lost. And it was a story about, uh, them trying to rescue him. And then another person that went out on his own on a trek and he gets lost. And I love anything like that survival. Uh, so see, I mean, when you read books about things you love, I love adventure. I love survival. I love exploration. And that's one reason why I loved endurance so much about uh, E.A. Shackleton. And so just find books about things you love. And I find that it helps you grow in that love of reading. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how many I've told you recently that I read. So these may be repeats from past episodes, but I read Overcome by Jason Redman, uh, former Navy SEAL, incredible book. I just he's, he's just an amazing person that had a lot of struggles and just kept pressing on and uh, is just a war hero and does, does great work. I read uh, his book, Trident. I read Women of the Bible um, by Peter DeHaan. Peter DeHaan's a good friend of mine, uh, really good author, uh, I've, I've recommended his book, 52 Churches, before, and this week, recommending Women of the Bible. He basically goes through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and every time a woman is in the Bible, he tells you who she is, a little bit about her, kind of her story, and then gives you a life lesson that we can apply based on her life. It is 
fascinating and great. So that is Women of the Bible by Peter DeHaan. Uh, so anyway, I've, I've done several. Um, I'm reading right now one by a professor who does a series of lectures on history's greatest voyages, which I'm really enjoying. And uh, I'm dabbling in Winston Churchill's book, My Early Life. But uh, that one's going to take me a while to get through because uh, I'm just going slowly uh, on it. Okay, well, enough about my reading. I hope that you are reading. And if you are, I'd love for you to share with me what you're reading. You can find that uh, on the Chad Cargo Workshop's Facebook page. When I post these episodes, you can comment there. Uh, You can comment on any of the podcast apps. And for those of you that leave reviews, I really appreciate that. Um, Please share the podcast if you enjoy it and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back again with you next week. Take care.